love the smell of napalm in the morning. They do for us, I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. Good morning, campus. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, yo. Hey, 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 yo. Hey, hey, yo. <laughs> Welcome to a fantastic edition of Napalm in the Morning. It's a very special episode it is. an after school kind of episode you might say yeah it's gonna be great uh i'm matt yagel uh welcome uh troy how we doing on the left hand side of the country <laughs> excellent man it's great beautiful weather beautiful country left coast over there enjoy me well he's uh, not on the coast yeah, yeah. Le- the left, the left coast hand Wyoming. side yeah yeah, uh, we're uh, we're doing here. We're doing. I'm, at, I'm like more of the middle finger of uh, the, the United States. The, yeah, like or the butt crack. Or, uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Easy, <laughs> easy. <laughs> I'm gonna anger both people that live in Wyoming. Yeah, oh. we're here in the uh, <laughs> we're here in the throes of corn fest in DeKalb. Matt and I are. It's 95 degrees out. <laughs> at least it yeah, is. It's bad. It's really sweaty. Well, um, here we are. It's it's uh, August 28th. Let me just give a quick shout out. 30 uh, year anniversary yesterday to Pearl Jam's 10 and 25th <laughs> anniversary to Pearl Jam's No Code. So that I'm just saying that because I'm old now and I kind of am having. Is anybody suing for their album cover? Do you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I uh, They should. Not like the yeah, Nirvana yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's offensive. Yeah. Timely. They're uh, penis free album covers. So I think it's mostly. Fair. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Rodman is on the no code cover. Yeah, he's so. a bit of a dick. Yeah. Um, all right, so well, welcome in, folks. Let's let's. You may be. You probably see the title of this, and you're kind of scratching your head, going, "What the hell are these idiots doing?" And I'm not sure I can actually answer that question, but I'm going to attempt to. So yeah. you're thinking, you're thinking, is this uh, is this a USS Christmas kind of backdoor loophole that they've sort of? They've, that, you know what's what's going on here? You might be scratching so, your head. Okay, we prepared for a different film. Uh, and we w- we will do that. You will get that film soon enough. This came, I think, Thursday night. I I messaged Eric or was talking to Eric, and I said, you know, with all that's going on in the world, and uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, we should do Rambo three. And he said, hell yeah. And Troy, you said heck to the S. He said heck to the F. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. So yeah, so that's what we're doing. So this was actually we had we had two days, like less than less than forty eight hours of preparation to right. to 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 do this. Which you may think that we just wing all this, but we actually do prepare and you know and stuff. And so we have, you know it's a little bit of crunch time, um, but we here we are. So is Rambo three is the film we are doing today? Yeah, the uh, this was a this was a big one. I mean. Um Huge. The most expensive film ever made at its time. Right. 1988 blockbuster, kind of one of those summer specials. Um, and, yeah, do, do you have a little intro um, that you want to do there? Uh, let's get a little explanation for for, for what's going on in the, in the film uh, from our, our St. Ronnie, maybe. By the way, in a few weeks, a new film opens, Rambo 3. 
You remember in the first movie, Rambo took over a town. We did that one. In the second, he single-handedly defeated several communist armies. Yep. Yes. And now in the third Rambo film, they say he really gets tough. Did he defeat them? <laughs> Almost makes me wish I could serve a third term. All right. All right. Thanks, Ronnie. Boom. Hilarious. And, 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 hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's 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 Ronald Reagan, 1988. Uh, he he was pumped. You could tell for the release. You know, he was counting the days down. I wonder if he lined up early. You know, for tickets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he's getting some. Uh, he's getting some Stallone memorabilia. I think this is a clip from the Reagan archives, right? Uh, Correct. Yeah, uh, we did not put the backing track to that, so uh, that's um, someone else can take credit for that. Was that Nirvana? It's like an afternoon delight kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. what was that? It's Pearl Jam. No, that's just. Uh, it's from the Reagan. Whatever, whatever they did at the their archives there to promote uh, a, a signed uh, Sly poster that he gave to to the president. Yeah, so uh, Rambo three is uh, is the, it's this is peak power of of Sylvester Stallone in Hollywood, the most expensive film ever made. I was reading in some of the notes he 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 demanded you know in most people's writers they have like you know crazy things that they want uh, bottles of champagne. He had like the, green M and M's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go. Let's do a good fight. He he had exactly. he had like uh, whatever whatever the equivalent in eighty eight of a G six like a the, like a like a Gulfstream like you know twelve million dollar jet in uh, as part of the compensation package for the movie so he was uh, he could he could do anything he wanted um, in 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 nineteen eighty and he did uh, yeah. so yeah. Um, so we're his getting, mullet was as glorious as ever. I mean, I was totally oh, amazed by it. It, it was quite amazing. It was, uh, yeah, it's full, full, heavily roided <laughs> Sylvester Stallone uh, in all in all his glory. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking. We're going to be talking a lot about um, uh, the background of of, of Af- Afghanistan and the uh, all too bizarre foreshadowing of the deja vu. Uh, experience of invading Afghanistan and um, little things like what could go wrong with um, uh, giving weapons to um, to uh, fundamentalists and uh, basic enemies of the United States. What could happen? Could there be blowback? Um, could there's be. yeah, it could be maybe. Um, things went okay, and it's hard to predict the future. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like from this we learned our lesson. It was hard for the Russians, so we're not going to go mess with Afghanistan. And so that is luckily the takeaway from the movie, I think, that that we all know and love. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, if you're listening, of course, then it's after the uh, complete collapse of Afghanistan in a matter of hours. And um, Yeah, we're recording this the 28th uh, Saturday, and I believe supposedly the final plane is supposed to depart the 31st so by the time you hear this that yeah. probably has already happened yeah a very saigon evacuation uh going on and uh yeah uh, uh, they're being getting a lot of people out though so far I, I like how prickly the biden administration is like it's not like you know they're like right like it's everything like saigon you guys like yeah it's kind of weird how much they're they don't want you to say that or yeah. But we're going to get into all of that. Um, uh, a little exciting, 
an exciting piece of info for uh, Matt and I, Southeast Asianists, is we open up in Thailand. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This is, uh, we're at a U.S. Embassy in Thailand, and then we see uh, our old buddy, Colonel Troutman, um, and the dad from that 70s show. Uh, right. Kurtwood Smith. Good old, good old Red. <laughs> yeah, he looked... <laughs> He's. I have a feeling that he's looked sixty five since he was twenty five. He looks the same kind he of old man, like yep, and everything. Uh, um, he's like he a, looks like an old Bill Burr in this kind of. He does. To he me. does. Um, and he's like the embassy attaché. Um, and they're showing they're showing pictures of Rambo around town. Like, have you seen this guy? Um, right. And they're kind of inner intercutting with like shots of you don't know who it is, but you know it's Rambo. Like, you know, yeah putting uh getting his hands ready you know for for a fight he's getting the tape on and all this stuff feathering his hair like it's yeah. very yeah um and uh you've got uh and we're excited because this is actually bangkok um yeah yeah those who've been there like this is uh um these are great right on the chow fry right on the river there um and right, uh right. some shots clearly like kind of by the floating market yeah, it um, reminds me of the Pink Panther a little bit. So uh, yeah, I mean, right? They 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 managed to still <laughs> to still make it weirdly weirdly out of place. Um, but it's pretty Panther, rare. Actually, yeah. Taekwondo, Thai boxing <laughs> bar in Thailand. Not anyway. All right. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's rare for us to get uh, films where they have actually shot in the place that they're talking about that hasn't happened too often for a lot of the films we've done so yeah yeah big right. big props to this is, sly and yeah. the production team I mean, for putting that together cheers to them so uh you know so we we have a, a fully like the fully roided and 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 scarred rambo um and i was i was reading the production notes that they were saying they were they were take, paying very close attention to give rambo the scars where in rambo one and two where he'd been cut so oh, nice you would show you would for continuity you wouldn't want to say that is bullshit. He, you know, he got. No, yes. they're professionals. Yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Those, those. Uh, what did you guys think of the uh, of the the makeup department on those scars? They they looked a bit like like he went to uh, um, the craft store and just put hot glue. Like it was. <laughs> they're popping out quite a bit. It's a weird. Yeah. Weird scarification. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what steroids do. Does to scars though, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't know that. Um, Maybe tanning uh, booths and roids that te- affects those scars. So yeah, if Mark McGuire listening, call in. Let us know. Um, Barry Bonds, nice. Um, and then uh, there, he's tying his headband on real good. And then, uh, and then we we flash to like basically like Kumite, like every eighties um, Jim Cotta kind of like. Um, and the 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 crazy thing is is that. Again, for those who've been to Thailand, they have amazing uh, Muay Thai, like Thai fighting traditions. And but they seem compelled to like, well, let's give them broom handles <laughs> to 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 hit each other right. with. Um, and I noticed in that crowd, you know, a huge crowd around them, no social distancing, no masks in sight at all. Yeah, yeah, really, really irresponsible, really um, irresponsible. And uh, and also like. Did they have a? Have they never been to a gambling like establishment? Because like everyone doesn't stand around with their money in, in their hand, shaking it <laughs> and screaming like that is like wh- who came up with that goddamn cliche? Like 
Oh, well, the, they so they're standing there like ready to go to blows, and the other dude with his broom handle just right off the bat, just like smashes Sly like right in the face with the stick. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's like several fractures in your skull e- right there. Each, like <laughs> each, they hit each other like a hundred times. Each yeah. one of these would have been. Um, if not uh, fatal, uh, would have knocked you unconscious or broken every, bo- every bone that it struck. So no, um, instead you get a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this uh, human cockfight, uh, you know, Rambo prevails, sparing his competitor's life. Um, showing, but he also does it. He does it in a rocky sort of way. He kind of gets his ass whipped for about halfway, half of the fight, yeah, and then right. of course he comes back and whips him and. I mean, it's like it's totally, like a ninety uh, second Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, you're on the edge yeah. of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, they do have some slow mo, like toward the end, like some slow mo groaning, like yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I always love that kind of stuff. It's so eighties, you know. Yeah, Trauman and Seventy Show were like looking from the from the uh, looking out from the audience. Um, Rambo grabs his winnings and he is. Out the out the door. Yeah, he's got the boat Uber already lined up. Yeah, and he's with these. He's he's with two little novice monks uh, uh, in in the boat, and he hands them the money. And you're thinking like, what's going on here? Um, hope it's on the up and up. But he's uh, um, well, that's how much the Uber cost, probably. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, uh, and they follow. They follow. Then we uh, get like credits. Right, right, right. And then it's and then and I, I did really note like up. written by Sylvester Stallone. Never a good sign. Let me just say. <laughs> Although I think didn't he, he get wrote Rocky? He got, yeah, he got an Oscar he, for a Rocky. He did. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, he has. It's a. It's a careful. All I right. mean, never a good sign. Post after nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and then he they're headed to uh, a monastery on a flyboat. Um, I'll say that the uh, the the uh, Wat Pratakpa is is in is near Chiang Mai. Which is as the movie in movie time, you know, it's like it's like a few minutes away, and they're following right there. It's like it's on the other side of the Thailand, like the country, the right Chiang Mai. It's not close at all. Um, and Thailand's not tiny. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, and so this is sort of upland uh, Thailand. A uh, little fun fact: um, not only have I been to this mosque, I was still like mad. I was in a motorcycle wreck on the way there. Uh, the idiot that I was riding with, uh, who gave me a ride. Uh, laid it down uh, on the way up, and uh, so method. yeah, it's a I, method, you know. Yeah, um, but so he spared your life. He did. He did because um, you would have been run over by. Yeah, the tour bus that tour hit, bus. The, hit the bike, but um, Rambo is there at, at the at the Watt um, doing a little roof. roofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it shows like he's. Do you think he's? Is he paying penance? Is he trying to find peace? What do you think Rambo's doing at the monastery? What is your like reenact? Rambo comes to the. <laughs> Comes to the prelate, comes to the monks, so like here, what we you know, what, what's he what's he doing there? <laughs> Mr. Salone thanks all of you for coming to his son's wedding. Nice. Uh, Is that what he was doing? <laughs> having a wedding for his son. I think he's burning burning he off. He's doing a good deed, all right? Just keep it simple, guys. Come on. Come on. Actually, he was afraid of heights from what I heard, too, which is funny because he was working up on top of that mosque. So, Oh, in real life, he was afraid of heights? In real life, he's afraid of heights, yeah. So he was, didn't really want to do it. but Maybe that's why he's so he short. T- yeah, probably. I think he was just, you know, it's Rambo. He's seen, he's seen a lot of hell, you know, and he's just got to 
get away. And so he's going to hide out there. And of course, no one will ever find me here. And then Troutman shows up. Rambo! Yeah, no one will find me if I fight publicly in a uh, cockfight, human cockfight, for <laughs> in the middle of Bangkok. Um, well, he's living in the monastery in exchange for, quote-unquote, fixing things. So, <laughs> you know, that could mean a lot of stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think he's fixing himself. Uh, don't you think, guys? Um, so, uh, let, let's listen to uh, this. This sets some context, uh, and I could say this to all of us. Um, quote, I don't know how much you know about Afghanistan. Here we go. John, I'd like you to take a look at some of these photos. I don't know how much you know about Afghanistan. Most people can't even find Mm -hmm. it on a map. But over two million civilians, mostly peasant farmers and their families, have been systematically slaughtered by invading Russian armies. Every new weapon... including chemical warfare, has been used to eliminate these people. And they've been very successful on many levels. I assume that you're out of touch with the current status of the war. But after nine years of... Okay. Has he been following the news? He has not been following the news. He's been... He's been burning some... Burning off some karma. Right? Well, he he's been says... Making, making merit. Yeah. And he says uh, that 70s show tells Rambo, like, you know, generally things are... Um, I'm feeling... Pretty good. Pretty, 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 Why? pretty good. Send the, generally, they're pretty good. They're pretty um, good. But there's one region, one province where there's where there's trouble. And then he sets he sets the table for like there's a particularly savage Russian colonel at this one spot, and uh, so you're wondering. Stroking my beard. Hmm. I wonder if Rambo's going to go head to head with this guy in the future. No, but he says, uh, I've, I've put in my time. My, my war is over. <laughs> and the look on the embassy, that 70s show, is like, this guy's a total puss. Like, gee, what? <laughs> yeah, thought, he, re- he refuses to yeah, join. I thought, like, he, I thought it was he's, hard. He's kind know? of disgusted. Like, ugh. yeah. Um, so he's, uh, I mean, but you know, Rambo, he's saying, "I've my war." What, what does he say there? Like, you know, he's 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 done his thing. I like, put in my time. Yeah, <laughs> my war is over. And uh, and and then um, you know, and then we then we have a slow fade um, with more. Um, I, I will say it's not as bad as the typical Asian music in these films, but still, I think there's a was gong there a gong, or, the gong yeah. or two. Like, um, at least it might have been with Thai instruments in this one. Um, uh, is this where their Troutman comes in and kind of has the heart to heart with him? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He he's talking to him, and then Rambo refuses um, and asks. To yeah, it. Rambo's like, I I like just kind of like chilling in Asia, you know. And Troutman's like, No, you don't. Actually, you like killing people. <laughs> Rambo's like, No. <"Nuh-uh." laughs> well, he tells a story about a rock. There's a story about a rock, see, and he's just like rambling on, and I don't think Rambo just he didn't take it. He didn't take what to it. He didn't, yeah. What. Right. Exactly. Metaphor- metaphors are not his strong point. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah he- basically, he says, like, Rambo, you're always going to be hurting inside unless you kill a shitload of more people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and boy, would he be right uh, in terms of this movie later on. Um, because. Uh, Spoiler. Yeah. yeah uh, and, and then and then we're led to um, it's uh, Colonel Troutman 
in Afghanistan, right? Quote unquote. To remind you all, he's been in Rambo one and two. If if you don't yep. remember, yep, yeah, he's he's his sort of the he was his platoon leader, I think in in the yeah in, he's in the war in officer Vietnam. Of some sort. I don't remember what he was, but again, this this. That also counts for maybe any Sylvester Stallone because he was served as a as a fake soldier in, before Rambo one. Um, but uh, yeah, so so then Trauma's in Afghanistan. This one, and you like right, Troy? This one is in this one is in Israel or Arizona. The this night scene, the night scenes in Arizona. Yeah. So 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 they're in Afghanistan. I mean, Af- Arizona is known as the Afghanistan of the Southwest. So um, I guess it makes some sense. Um, right. I mean, yeah. True. Many empires have died in Arizona. <laughs> the uh, the Troutman rolls up and then to, to meet some people to smuggle them across the border. And uh, do they do they say in his instructions, like, we're going to help? We're going to give mis- weapons to these freedom fighters? Is is that? Oh, or are, we, are we at some point we learn this factoid, but. Um, but there, yeah, I don't recall where that came from. That was yeah. the, that was the thing that was confusing. We'll be, later on. We will learn that later. Um, uh, except a uh, instead of meeting his uh, smugglers across the border, a huge Russian helicopter gunship that Mi twenty four, Mi twenty four, okay, shows up. Um, and I think we saw this, this. Have they made that many Mission Impossible movies now? This fat one, um, <laughs> <laughs> this fat boy in. Uh, I think he was in Rambo two or Rambo one. The the is this the one that's in the like the river that lands and he shoots it up? Um, the the same the same kind of Russian helicopter. Oh, the, I think uh, it's the same one in Red Dawn even. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it's a mock up. You know they took they added the wings to the to that to make it obviously they couldn't get a Russian. Yeah, helicopter, um, so they mocked mocked one up. But. It's a it's a it's a menacing looking helicopter. You know. Um, it's a, like, it looks sort of like a fat transport helicopter looks like, but with a shit ton of, uh, guns and missiles on it. Um, yeah. To it's, shoot. It's an impressive. It is. It is. Yeah. That thing pulled up over the horizon. Shoots up Troutman's party. Um. Everybody except him. Yeah. Right. Everyone gets murdered. Like, um, and, uh. And he's captured. He's, he's captured. I like how when they, when he pulls out, like the helicopter, they don't notice the helicopter until it's like directly on him. Like. And you're in the desert in the middle of the night, and it's dead silent. You're probably going to hear that helicopter from quite a distance. But oh, who's right? Facts. Who needs that? The wind could have been blowing the other direction. I, it's know. like the high helicopter is hiding behind the tree. They're hiding behind a rock. Like <laughs> they yeah. didn't see it. It <laughs> pops out. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> yeah. And so um, <laughs> the the. 70s show notifies Rambo in Thailand. Yeah, this was weird. Rambo's just like doing some stuff like I got to go to wheel and fixing a wheel. Wheels, wheel. <laughs> well, he's tall enough to fix it cuz I noticed, yeah, he was he had the he had the height advantage there that to help him fix that wheel. So. He had his lift. That did make that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. 70s show shows up he's like, "Rambo, just FYI, thought you'd want to know, uh Troutman totally got captured. <laughs> Nothing we can do about it, too. Later." Yeah, like And then he just leaves and <laughs> And uh, and Rambo is like um, without hesitation, immediately volunteers for a secret mission. Yeah, uh, Sandy's like, "Oh, okay, fine. I guess we'll yeah." But you'll be disavowed if you're caught. Uh, this what it's. Uh, we never had this conversation. Yeah, I'm used to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, and then he's he's in Afghanistan, Pakistan. 
Oh, he's right. He's the Pakistan. He's he's gonna go across the border, right? And he meets the weapons dealer Musa. Um, okay, Gla- I never write down names, so I just write guy and met <laughs> dude and whatever in all my notes. <laughs> the uh, uh, so you you help me with those. What's 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 great about like so here you have you you know what Sylvester Stone looks like, right? He's like he's like huge, and he's got all these scars all over him, and Musa's like. You don't look like you're military or no <laughs> You look like a lost tourist. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> what? Like he, like he's he's sort of like mocking him, like, oh, you can handle yourself getting across the desert. Um, yeah, Rambo gives him look like I will kill you right now. <laughs> yeah, he says Rambo looks like he's never seen action. Um, so Musa is the is the secret contact at the at the Pakistani market. Um, yeah, he's got all the supplies, and he knows exactly where Troutman is, which is quite good. Yeah, he's gonna take. He's gonna take him. I'll take you there. And uh, uh, Troutman is detained in Khost, uh across the border um, in Afghanistan, and you see him getting abused by the Russians. in In our in our Rambo torture movies, like he's getting it pretty light. Like his his quote unquote torture is just being like having his arms held up. Like, right. Yeah, Dick Cheney. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's not. He's not. He's, it's oh, not. Wow, that's it, not really that bad. Huh? It's not even uh, extraordinary uh, um, rendition. Or wait, what's the the it, it enhanced interrogation? It's just uh, regular interrogation. Yeah, it was not enhanced. Yeah, I mean, the other we'll see some other people getting tortured. Um, electric. Like it's no passion of the Christ, guys. Yeah, it's it's no snuff film. No. <laughs> Oh, so no. he's telling uh, Troutman, you know, the sector's totally under control. Everything's cool here. Uh, but give me some info about these stinger missiles because, you know, I know that you're helping to get them in. And hey, you tell me about the stinger missiles and maybe I'd do you a favor, right? I mean, come on. Like, I'll scratch your back. You scratch mine. Bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> Is, uh... After all, <laughs> we all want peace. Yeah, um... And then Colonel uh, Colonel Zason is the is the bad guy, um, and of course, he's got a giant picture of Lenin behind him, um, and uh, he's like, "Do you realize you're first American captured in Afghanistan?" And and my Russian accent is about as good as this guy's. I I will, <laughs> I will add. Uh, congratulations. Um, <laughs> uh, yes. It's nice, Eric. Very nice. <laughs> we have vodka. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, um, and uh, they, yeah, it's not very good. They know that the Troutman is supplying Stinger missiles to these plucky um, Afghan rebels, um, and uh, and then and then um, we get some exposition here that, in light of August twenty twenty one, that's pretty great to listen to. Should we? Should we? Should we do that now? Should we hear some? Uh, sure, some of this. Uh, some of this dialogue, mind you, this is nineteen um, eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight uh, in a Hollywood film talking about um, foreign policy. Here we go. But us both, after all, in the end, what everyone really wants is peace. The Kremlin's got a hell of a sense of humor. Please explain. You talk peace and disarmament to the world. And here you are, wiping out a race of people. We are wiping out no one. I think you are too intelligent to believe such absurd propaganda. Now again, 
Where are the missiles? I don't know anything about any missiles. Of course you do. But you do not seem to realize I am providing a way out for us both. You expect sympathy? You started this damn war. Now you have to deal with it. And oh. we will. It is just a matter of time before we achieve a complete victory. <sighs> you know, there won't be a victory. Every day your war machines lose ground to a bunch of poorly armed, poorly equipped freedom fighters. The fact is that you underestimated your competition. If you'd studied your history, you'd know that these people have never given up to anyone. They'd rather die than be slaves to an invading army. You can't defeat a people like that. We tried. We already had our Vietnam. Now you're going to have yours. Oh, oh man. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, so this is, this is, uh, this is, that's a, a bit of a long clip, but it's, um, it's pretty great. And, um, I think it shows a little bit of self awareness on the part of like the United <laughs> States, like, yeah, kind of botched that Vietnam thing a little bit, I think, maybe. Yeah, no, right. That's uh, part of it is that like that was, that was not great. Right. And then, um, Afghanistan is, is, is no go. Um, and I was, I was doing we some. We are done with the wiping. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I we mean, don't wipe our assholes. <laughs> Afghanistan is, and they'll we'll we'll listen to this clip later. Is commonly known as the you know colloquial the graveyard of empires, and um, you know that shit is not untrue. I mean, whether it's whether it's you know the, the Mongols or whether it's the British Empire, whether it's the Russians or it's the Americans, um, the, there has been a long storied history of sort of the sort of land war in Asia, I mean, from the, from the yep. great game that the, you know, the, the essentially 19th century, the British are um, competing with the Russians for uh, global influence in Afghanistan. It's worried that it'll be sort of a backdoor to British India, that the Russian empire will. Um, uh, and so, so for no other reason than to have it so that the Russians can't have it, the British um, move into Af- Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And we're taking it. Yeah. You know, it's Nuh-uh. just, it, and this is, you know, this is like, say, the 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 uh, the British and the French competing up 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 the uh, Irrawaddy and Salarian River, or the French up the Mekong, you know, to try to get this right backdoor. We have we have this race in Africa, in in Southeast Asia, in Central Asia, yeah. Um, and and it's uh, it's so foolhardy, and and I mean, Afghanistan is particularly the it's 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 people and the geography make it. Um, really difficult to um to govern and you know just a it, it even even a, a dumb hollywood film in uh 1989 knows that uh, knows this narrative about afghanistan um and it's 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 i i don't you know as as a historian i'm like uh i i realize that the past is not sort of a template for the present or future it's not like it's going to it's not trapped in you know in amber this can Things could evolve, and Afghanistan is not the same thing over time. But this, the 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 two trillion dollars that United States just wasted, and the thousands, hundreds of thousands of of casualties in, uh, if you count Afghans, um, is 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 really hard to stomach uh, in in the current context. I'm I'm a little I'm a little smartened from what we're watching happening in Afghanistan right now. And, uh, I don't know. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys bitch a little Troy and Matt. I'm kind of blowing steam here. No, that was good. I like that. No, you got, uh, I'm, I'm with you. 
I'm with you, man. Yeah. So th- this is not this is not secret, um, you know, wisdom about this is this is widely known by by one of the dumbest people yeah. in Hollywood. Um, so well, I should say Stallone is a listener. I I don't mean about about you. I mean just all Hollywood types. I assume are, but um, not him, not you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's really um, I don't know. Let's listen to let's listen to another little little clip here where um, there we hear we hear about this again. This is Afghanistan. Alexander the Great tried to conquer this country, then Genghis Khan, then the British. Now Russia. But Afghan people fight hard; they never be defeated. Ancient enemy, make prayer about these people. You wish to hear? Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. It says, May huh? God deliver us from the venom of the cobra, teeth of the tiger, and the vengeance of the Afghan. You understand what this means? This is great. <laughs> that you guys don't take any shit? <laughs> yes. Something like this. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, simple, simplified it pretty well. I'm kind of proud that he, like, you know, he got he got it right. He didn't. Uh... And now is a special treat. It is his pleasure to give you the music of Wing. <laughs> uh, do you think he gets a bad rap, you guys? I don't know. Um, poor, poor Sly. Um, so, did you know that John James Rambo has the same? birthday as Sylvester Stallone. Is that a coincidence? What? I looked it up. I know it's just a random facts there, but... Uh, is that... Because uh, the first one was based on a book, right? So is that his birthday in the book, or is that just his birthday? I don't know. I looked it was like 7646, and then Rambo's is 7646, but anyway, well, a tidbit of oh. Cliff Clavin, Cliff Clavin information there. Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the little fact that... The <laughs> <laughs> and uh oh, um, what a dumb podcast and they're they're riding so so he's with uh he's with his buddy um getting get, going to the into afghanistan now um beautiful um afghanistan where where is this uh so that's it that's, it that's it that's it that's in israel i think that part is filmed Okay. Yeah. But but I think with some CGI background because there are no no mountains. Did like they have that CGI. In. They threw some mountains in there. I think yeah, they, they, sure. It's like it's like China Gate. They had like a they had like a canvas <laughs> in the, that they that they walked in front of. Uh, oh jeez. Um. So yeah. So they're so they're going through uh, caves. Uh, uh. Again, which will be a big deal. Yeah. Um, to avoid the Russian jets. Yeah. It does look good. Like the scenery. You know. Yeah. The, the cinematography is pretty good. No, I mean it's it's money well spent, you guys. Um, and uh, you know, there's like lots of lessons along the way. Better to send five lines than five hundred sheep fighting. Like, you know, like yeah. these like I've... these like mythical tales about like, well, you know, um, five men defeated all of Ale- Alexander the Great's army. I'm like, I don't think that's how it happened. I think geography beat. <laughs> Geography beat Alexander. Geography and five men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there, there's a, you know, the Afghan winner beat the British uh, retreat out of uh, Kabul, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Napoleon was defeated by five men, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a, this might be a little kind of uh, sort of national narrative going on. Um, and at, back at the base, we see Troutman. He's being uh, quote this unquote is, tortured. This is <laughs> the best line in the entire 
maybe franchise of Rambo. Okay, should we show? So should we reenact it? I'll I'll uh, I'll ask you, Matt. Um, uh, tell us where these missiles are. Where are these Stinger missiles? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll talk. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Where are the missiles? The, uh, I'll tell you. They're they're uh, they're in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and scene. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> it was so, so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's real. That's a real line from the film. And imagine in the yeah. writer's room, like, <laughs> you know, it'd be amazing. We know you're really giving it to him. Like, yeah. What writer's room? It's just Stallone, like, typing away, you know, on his, on his, uh, <laughs> on his typewriter. <laughs> you guys don't take no shit. Let's also use in your ass. How's that sound? In your ass, yeah. And then there's there's lots of like uh, you know, um, quote unquote, like um, you know, Pashtun Arabic, like Durga. It's more like Durga Durga, kind of America, like Team, Team America, Team America yeah. <laughs> sort of world police, like fake. Um, uh, yeah, John, John Rambo, Rambo Mujahideen. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> Durga Durga, John, John Rambo Mujahideen. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> So so then we learn more about the. Uh, Do you know this John Rambo? <laughs> uh, uh, the Mujahideen, um, base. Now the uh, we'll say that uh, you know it's in it's in the nineteenth century that the um, as the British are are kind of violating cultural norms all across Afghanistan, uh, raping women, this kind of thing that that. Is that uh, a violation of a cultural norm? Yeah, violating religious tenets that that Islam becomes a much more important part of um, as a resistance vehicle uh, for for the Afghans, and then and then of course worldwide, um, especially uh, uh, you know post colonial and then OPEC and then uh, the Iranian uh, Revolution, like the a kind of a kind of a, an aggressive assertion of. Of Islam as a resistance narrative to becomes like yeah. a very strong um, kind of part of the part of the the toolkit. Um, Should we talk a little bit about the backstory now? I guess. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because there's kind of you have that group that that uh, Dr. Jones just discussed. Um, you know, in you know what fifties, sixties, seventies. There's kind of um, businessmen, technocrats who are kind of like maybe the dominant field. Uh, politically in Afghanistan, and then you have, you know, kind of a westernized, educated elite uh, as well. And, and, then, and then leftists. Yeah, who, who, leftist communists also. Yeah. And so there are, um, there's a coup in 73 that brings about a pro-Western government, uh, and that government is overthrown by, like, leftist military in, like, about five years later. And then Moscow starts supporting that government at that point and but the united states it doesn't cut ties it still recognizes that government and does send like limited assistance in 78 79 and it and and it's playing the classic game that maybe like sort of like maybe cambodia played for a while where it's it's taking aid and assistance from both sides right it's Mm -hmm. it's uh um a lot of the developing world after in um after world war ii is trying to just establish sort of basic um you know um infrastructure 
Um, and so they they need aid and assistance from because they're because they're uh, the colonial regimes had systematically stripped them of those. Yeah. And uh, so ru- the Afghans are playing both sides. Uh, yeah, that doesn't last bit. too yeah. long because right. in '79 the U.S. policy starts to change. Um, I, partially, it's in response to lobbying by like Pakistan and Saudi Arabia uh, to like have more of a hard line against the like leftist communists uh, in Afghanistan and. Carter at this point authorizes some covert aid to Islamic rebels and um, NSA National Security Advisor uh, Brzezinski warns, you know, or kind of predicts essentially that it it could um, prompt a Soviet response and intervention if we do this. But Carter and Brzezinski saw this like, oh, this might be pretty sweet, actually, because this we could maybe lure them into the, uh, quote, Afghan trap, end quote, if we do this. So they stay with it and... Later in the year, in 79, internal factions are, the government's pretty pretty bad shape in Afghanistan, and then that's when the Soviets kind of come in and intervene. Um, and so it's December 27th, 79 is the actual invasion. But in their from their perspective, it's kind of a reluctant thing to do. They saw Afghanistan as kind of like one of these buffer states, and the Islamic Revolution in Iran, for example, could endanger from the perspective of the Soviets, its own Muslim and air quotes republics, um, but it, but it but it but will be part of the larger pattern of U.S. Cold War behavior. That if they they will they will support the worst, most reprehensible, and I'm not even saying the Mujahideen at this point were, but I'm saying that they will support anyone who is uh, who is against the Soviets. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know if that's a Suharto or a Pinochet or whatever. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna back that person and and ignore all of the warning signs about the blowback or the negative consequences of getting in bed with um, you know uh, hardline Islamists in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, what would become Taliban? What would be what would be the Mujahideen? Um, yeah, this is ratcheting it up though, like to levels we haven't like seen yes. since you know. Cuban Missile Crisis, really. Um, And the KGB reported, and it's probably kind of like flimsy, uh, that the Afghan prime minister was seeking ties with the United States. So this is kind of like a paranoid, alarmist sort of response. Um, And so that that kind of precipitates the sending in of troops into Afghanistan. And the the Russians are as terrible at it as, say, the Americans were in Vietnam in the sense that they... Uh, they under a very flimsy pretext of of you know helping to support the um, the the leftist government in in power they 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 move in and assassinate and and then mm-hmm. and then you know proceed to kind of aggressively quash um, and they have not only are they um, I, I guess you can think about uh, the way that um, you know. Uh, Buddhism is attacked in southern Vietnam. That the way that Islam is attacked um, in in Afghanistan, uh, the way that Islam is by by uh, or even the perception of it as these you know Marxists um, uh, are moving through that 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 it it taps a, it taps into a certain um, you know hitting all the hitting all the fields nationalism religion right. Um, sovereignty, right? So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty bungled, um, 
Biden. And so it's so it's it's a it's a double It's bungled even before the Soviets come in, you know. It's it's there's these yeah. chaotic competing groups and once right. they do come the in the leftists though, are not in unison, the Right. Yeah. Right. I mean <laughs> Carter though, like one he moves into the hardline camp at this point and he had not been he not been this is not his foreign policy up to this point with respect to the Soviet Union. Um but the, he saw kind of like the Middle East or Persian Gulf region sort of already in turmoil and that to him, the invasion is like a direct threat to U.S. interests. And so he steps up at this point after the post-invasion covert aid to Mujahideen rebels. Um, and he is aware, like, this is not just like, you know, hyperbole. He wants to turn Afghanistan into the Soviet Union's Vietnam. And... He tables the SALT II agreement, which is nuclear arms reduction, um, which had been ongoing negotiations since 72 with with them. You know, this wow. is following up. Yeah. Big surprise in SALT one, SALT II. But uh, this is, so that that's huge. Sanctions. I like the remake better than SALT one. Boycotts this Summer Olympics in Moscow. Um, in the State of Union, he warned, warned any attempt by uh, an, quote, outside force to gain power in the Persian Gulf would be, quote, regarded as an assault on the vital interests of the United States and would be repelled by force. So that that's what is known afterward as the Carter Doctrine. Uh, and Afghanistan is, you know, in his mind, in the United States policymaker minds, um, the first step to drive toward the Gulf. And this is when Carter also establishes military ties with Beijing, Work and then work with them to aid Afghan rebels. And so, I mean, th- this is a side I think of Carter that most people don't think about because because Reagan was such a sable rattler. They tend to think of Carter, and you know, um, they, they, this this is not this is not widely known. Would you say, Matt, you're a foreign policy? No, I mean, you know, this publicly is, it's it's widely known amongst scholars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, publicly he gets kind of. I think kind of his post-presidency sort of overshadows his presidency, and he's done a ton of great humanitarian work post-presidency. Kind of defanged, um, yeah. But, you know, his supposed, one of his supposed human uh, foreign policy goals is focusing on human rights and things like that. And, you know, that this is, yeah, it sounds great, you know, in a speech, but in reality, you know, you're supporting the Khmer Rouge. <laughs> you're, uh, you're supporting... You're saying that's wrong. <laughs> Going to go to strong stance and say it's not great to support uh, Right? Yeah. For example, um, I, the the stuff with China is interesting because this is like a this is when the tilt toward China comes. I mean, normal relations with China are normalized under Carter. You know, it starts under Nixon in '72, but it's not right. formally normalized until Carter. Military start. The, the Chinese will even start sending weapons to Afghanistan to fight right. Russia. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, so detente with the Soviet Union is you know. Over, basically. This is, you know, Nixon's, like, stated policy. It's been pretty much U.S. policy since the mid-60s, since post-Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, And so you are essentially resetting the Cold War to, like, you know, the 1950s now at this point. And the arms race begins anew. So the idea of, like, arms reduction, SALT-1, SALT-2, is... Out the window. Out the window. And so now you're having a new arms race start. So that's just Carter. But, Matt, if this didn't happen... Uh, Troy, would we have the movie War Games, right? I mean, we could. We, I know. We could, I mean, it, it's meant to be. Would we have? Sure. Would we have Red Dawn? I mean, this gave us some great, <laughs> great fear uh, as a, as a child. Um, 
we're a little older than you, Matt. Troy and I remember there was like Would you like to play a game? <laughs> this is this is this is peak um there was a sort of a blip in the sort of the duck and cover kind of Cuban missile era. Um and then there's a real like this we're part of this, my youth was part of this upswing in, you know, serious like worrying about the uh, Soviet Union as mm-hmm. a real threat, like um, you know, MX missiles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it becomes... Uh, yeah, and films like this like totally play into that, you know, hysteria. Um, even even Rambo 2 does, too, because the Soviets are, like, controlling the Vietnamese in that movie. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it's so... It's very 80s. It's very Reagan. I mean, Reagan... The Reagan doctrine is, is not just... It's kind of on the heels of... Carter's foreign policy, but is overt and unashamed aid to freedom fighters who's who are seeking to overthrow communist governments. Essentially, that's the Reagan doctrine. And in Afghanistan, he doesn't really change the policy he with the Carter had. He just sort of keeps it going and then increases that aid. CIA is like involved in training. And then, do you want to talk Stinger missiles now, real quick? Um, or yeah, should, let's, should we wait? Let's, let's. I guess they've talked about them in the film. Um, I mean, this is pretty famous in Charlie's Will, Charlie Wilson's War. That movie with Tom Hanks and. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Julie Roberts. It's a good movie, and Seymour Hoffman's great in it. Uh, Yeah. He's, you know, he's great in everything. Hanks is always good. Julie's always good, too. Um, But that, like, totally overstates, like, the actual Stinger missile stuff. I mean, they're not introduced until 1986, and... Yeah, the um, U.S. pats itself on the back too much for, um, you know... Ending ending the Soviet Empire here. Yeah. You know... No, Gorbachev ended it, but... (laughs) Um, there is some initial success with the Stingers that they're they're sort of funneling in there, but the Soviets they quickly like figure out like okay we we can get around this and develop some like countermeasures and they're able to neutralize them not not too much difficulty. And fun fact, Gorbachev had already decided to withdraw from Afghanistan before the Stingers were even in the country. So the writing was already on the wall for the Soviet Union by 1986. They already kind of. You know, there's a two-year sort of period before they actually go-go, but, um, uh, you know, things are headed in that direction. And, yeah, so that's, I guess, a a brief sort of recap of what's, what's going on. Yeah, and we're we're uh, in the film with it. We're this Mujahideen base is um, it's it's a pretty decent actual kind of representation of maybe what it would have been. These horsemen there. There's a field hospital um, there uh, with a Russian defector who's doctor who's helping. Um, and uh, you know, there's stuff like stuff that actually happened. Like the Russians had. Um, put, you know, improvised explosives in children's toys and other things and left them around, including, like, landmines. Like, it was a... So they're, they're sort of showing this in the film. That right. Like, you know, this is this is what we're up against. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, there's, there's a, a defector. Yeah, that's right, right. He he will he will help... He will help... Uh, who's that who, Who's that guy? Great. He's, he's a Russian defector. He... Um, he actually knows like everything about the forties. He's got like detailed maps and like he can like he knows like everything about it. It's real convenient actually for our plot. Yeah, we he might be there to to to, to forward the plot exactly. The Afghans. Uh, there's a good there's a good clip here. Let's just do it about uh, where one of the mujahideen is saying why the Afghans fight or don't fight. My name is Basud. 
You must not judge us before you understand why we are not ready to help. Most of the Afghan people are very strong, and we are determined not to be driven from our land. Our children die of disease, mines, and poison gas, and the women are raped and killed. Last year in the valley of Legman, the next valley, 6,000 Afghans were killed. Pregnant women were cut with bayonets and their babies thrown into the fires. This is done so they will not have to fight the next generation of Afghans. Yet nobody sees anything or reads anything in the papers. What you see here are the Mujahideen soldiers, holy warriors. To us, this war is a holy war. And there's no true death for the Mujahideen because we have taken our last rights and we consider ourselves dead already. So yeah, they give a uh, a sympathetic in the film um, telling of the uh, of the of the plight of the Mujahideen, right? Um, Which has kind of been going. Or this has kind of been public proclamation for several years. You know, by the time of 1988, that the Mujahideen are our friends and they're the good guys uh, in in this. This is, uh, let's listen real quick to a clip from Ronald Reagan. He's in introducing kind of a, a proclamation for Afghanistan Day. This is 1982. Is it March 10th? Is that right? Troy, what did you do for Afghanistan Day this year? I dragged a uh, couple mains and um, waved a couple flags. I mean, really, that's all you need to do. Had a couple beers. You did shoot your gun into the air? Well, I mean, that's a given. I mean, I think I had to get into Tuesday that. For every, every day is Afghanistan yeah. Day. Um, yeah. Uh, so so this is him, and he's he's kind of relating it. The the space shuttle Columbia, I think it, the next day is, from memory, this is March 11th, that the space shuttle Columbia will, will launch. And so he's, he's referencing that when talking about uh, the kind of Mujahideen and allies in Afghanistan. It would have been better if it would have been the... Uh, space shuttle explorer. <laughs> More appropriate metaphor. It's terrible. Here we go. Incidentally, the day after Afghanistan Day, this country plans to launch the third Columbia space shuttle. Well, just as the Columbia we think represents man's finest aspirations in the field of science and technology, so too does the struggle of the Afghan people represent man's highest aspirations for freedom. The fact that freedom is the strongest force in the world is daily demonstrated by the people of Afghan. Accordingly, I am dedicating on behalf of the American people the March 22nd launch of the Columbia to the people of Afghanistan. They're here. I can't remember my history, but didn't that thing blow up? That was a challenger. That was the cha- that was the challenger. I thought the Columbia had it. Didn't have a disaster too. I thought it thought it did, but maybe not. The uh, the uh, challenger was eighty six. It would it would have been more poetic if that was the one. That Dang blew it! Up. But <laughs> like <'cause> Afghanistan, <laughs> Afghanistan. But uh, can't have everything, you guys. Um, so okay, uh, terrible podcast. And, uh, um, and then we get the. Uh, it's funny, in like in the film, they like I think I think I talked about like my childhood fascination with the Rambo knife, like in the like oh man that's amazing, like yeah. So like in 
in Rambo 3, there's a little kid that's like, whoa, that's a cool knife. <laughs> so in Rambo 7, like, can I have that knife? That's <laughs> awesome. And Rambo's yeah, like, no, go away. Kid. Yeah, kid, what did you shave with it? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, he does it. He's yes. Do you think he didn't give it to him because it was unsafe or because he just it's his, it's a good it's a good knife? He didn't like the kid, which <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of comments about the whole kid Rambo relationship as we move on because she's Louise. <laughs> so so the kid the kid's like, you know, where are you from? And he's like, uh, Arizona. And, and the kid's like, oh, how far away is that? And Rambo's like. Or how how long does it take to walk walk there or something? And Rambo's like uh, two years. <laughs> so I did a I did a little math here. Okay. Uh, Seems far. Cobble to Arizona is seven thousand eight hundred miles. All right, if you're walking a fifteen minute mile, which is you know that's fair pace. Are we going Bering Strait? Or are we going? Uh, well, hold, hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fifteen minute mi- per mile. With no no stopping, okay. That's ever eighty eighty one and a quarter days. All right, okay. Uh, now that of course means you're walking over ocean for a good part of that walk. So that makes <laughs> yeah. it a little difficult because that's just like the Jesus direction. take the wheel, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or or Moses part the sea. Uh, yeah. So so that's a direct line. Now I did not I did not get that crazy and like try to figure out an actual route that you could take like via land well there isn't one but you know you would you would need some sort of assistance at some point uh but i'm <laughs> saying it's two years seems long let's, let's 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 say yeah you're taking your sweet ass time i i think it could be done in one year <laughs> troy you've done a lot of i uh, mean the, the, the kid the kid has ad and d and add adhd is that what it's called yes i mean he's two years is maybe about right he's got little smaller steps too so yeah, they're little wow. kid steps. You didn't count. You didn't. No, he was. But I also heard his steps. I thought Rambo steps was two years. Rambo oh, steps. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's not clear in the, the movie. Uh, I heard that the, that that uh, Stallone did not like the little kid from what I heard, and he wanted to write him out of the movie and ki- get him killed. He should have. Directors like we need to kill. We need to keep. He him did in. get him shot. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, that's true. No, that is true. The whole thing with the kid is dumb. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The kid essentially is like calling him a wuss. Like, oh, you, you never like been in big fights, right? Like, oh man, you're totally, totally wussy. Yeah, you know. And and Rambo just doesn't say anything because he's Rambo. He doesn't talk much. But uh... <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, what, what did you guys think about? So the uh, um, the the spirited game of uh, Buzkashi, which is like. Uh, it's real. S- sort of like rugby on so ho- legit. Rugby yeah, yeah, on real. horseback with a goat or sheep carcass. Right. Uh calf carcass. But I la- yeah. Yeah. And those things get in the in real life, they get uh you know, they're totally like mutilated and like it's just like this like decaying pulp of goo, you know, by the by the end of the game, you know, because it's getting chucked around everywhere and stuff. Um That was it was interesting. I mean, I thought it was yeah. interesting to include like something authentic like that in the film. And of course, Rambo's like, "Yeah, hey Rambo, you do you like do you like playing that? You want to play?" He's like, uh, "Football, uh, football." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then and then he's he's immediately really good at uh, Buzkashi. I'm like, okay, well, um, not not Bukaki. Yeah, he's, he's, he could okay. be really good. Confused there. 
It's a terrible podcast. I thought it was filmed pretty well. Like, you know, there was just like tons of dudes on horses, like, you know, going in all sorts of directions and yeah, um, yeah, no. I I thought it looked good. Um, yeah, that was no, a, that was awesome. That was an exciting part of the uh, part of the whole spiel. Oh, but um, the some, more you know, man. I learned some yeah. new stuff. Something there. interrupts cool. this lovely party, though. Yeah. Oh it? no, the MI twenty fours are closing in, um, and uh, f- for some reason, the the head commander is like piloting the the helicopter out in front, like not not running the. Uh, uh, running the 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 attack from uh, from a war room, piloting it personally. He he can't he can't trust his men. You know he's like he's you want a job a, done, you do it yourself. He's such a butcher. You he's, know um, he's a boots set, on the ground kind of guy for sure. We, yeah, we got to set him or set him boots as, in a helicopter. One of the boots guys. in a helicopter kind of um, guy. There you go. Yeah, indiscriminate killing of villagers. You see uh, the civilians. You shoot them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, you've got a guy with a mullet and a tank top running around. You you would think you could spot that guy pretty easily and yeah. knock him out. Yeah, the red headband. He doesn't know he's looking for him yet, though, right? Ah, okay. Does he know? Yeah, does he know that there's a John J. Rambo out there yet? Well, he knows um, the name, but he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Rambo guns down one of the assault helicopters. It's very exciting. He's uh, running everywhere. <laughs> like just in these open fields, it's so funny. Like he's just running back and forth, and at one point he comes across like this woman or something. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, "Take cover!" Like, yeah, I think they they got that. All right, you're like, yeah. <laughs> I got the memo. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> there's there's a, there are like three helicopters flying around shooting everything. <laughs> yeah, and in and in English too. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know, take cover. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and so, so then, so then the stakes are stakes are even higher. He's yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Now he's he's seeing the the dead bodies, and he's he's just you know super pissed. And you know somebody comes up, you know Rambo. You, you know you should bail. You know this isn't this is not your war. And Rambo goes, "Is now." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, the dialogue is great in this, <laughs> which is to say, um, it's very, it's very, uh, yeah, it's very old man in the sea. Like, <laughs> why did the chicken cross the road to die? Period. Alone. Period. In the rain. Period. Yeah. <laughs> very Hemingway. Uh, you know. You die. Period. Hello. <laughs> um. All right. So we're uh, so the the Russians have shot everything up there, and so now. With a with a with extreme prejudice, Rambo's going to head into that base. Right, he's he got the four on one, but from the defector a uh, little bit ago, uh, before he was killed during that shootout, and before the defector was killed during the shootout, and now that munitions dealer, and I'm bad with names, Eric, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, is it Mula? Musa, 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 Musa. So Musa, Musa and then the kids like. Hey, I want to go, man. <laughs> and you know, Moose is like, I don't know. Kid's like pretty good, you know. He's, he knows what he's doing. And Rambo's like, no, 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 kid. And so, so they go without the kid. The sad new thing, yeah. Um, the kid follows. Spoiler alert! And uh, they're crawling through oh, a booby trap minefield. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah, this is so dumb. <laughs> 
What 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 are, you'll have to be more specific, man. So they're crawling on their stomachs, Rambo in front and and Musa behind yeah. him. And Rambo's just got his, his his knife and he's just like poking it in the ground, trying to see if there's mines there. And he eventually finds one and he kind of like pulls it out of the ground and like moves it to the side. And then they're like, "All right, we found the mine." So then they just get up and start running, like, like what? The one mine, the one, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Why wouldn't there be other mines around you? Uh, you know, right? The uh, the the Russians are like, well, if somebody rocks on this one spot, then then they're gonna really wish they hadn't, right? Um, and then the kid just shows up, and the kid's like, minefield. Not too tough, actually. I may have navigated that pretty easily. Yeah, he scrolls right yeah. through that. Um, and then they're uh, they're setting charges everywhere. They're just they're just uh, yeah. Another uh, two two movies in a row where we got to deal with all these detonators and nonsense. But although I will I will point out th- this they do remedy this later. But there's like they're like set they set them all for ten minutes. Yeah, I had that it, down it, too. <laughs> except there's, I was I was watching the clock on that myself. Except so. for like five like minutes apart, they're setting them like each yeah. other. So so yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, yeah. Uh, this will be remedied a little later, but yeah. it's pretty funny. Like, so yeah, they're intercutting scenes of like torture, like random torture of random dudes, and then it's like back to setting another mind, like back to torture. I feel like, like there was a missed opportunity for some like real like uh, music here, some like sort of like uh, you know a montage kind of music <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so uh, they're yeah they're they're inter- electrocuting people. Jails full of women and children. Um, uh, you know, they knock out the guard and, uh, takes the keys and then he goes to these, <laughs> these women in the prison. He's like, Troutman, American, Americano. Oh, no, 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 no. You skipped, you skipped one of the most terrible parts ever. Which is, which is what? <laughs> well, the, the, so <laughs> the dude knocks over like just a can. And so then it's like the whole camp is like, oh, there's somebody here. Like, and then Rambo sprints across an open part of the camp, mm-hmm. sees a tank, runs in front of the tank, grabs the front of the tank, like onto a rope or something. Oh, he's dragging like, and, kind and of and under so, it, yeah. And he's just like hanging there, but he's not like under the tank. He's just like kind of in front of the tank. And there's all these like Soviet guys like walking around like, hey, what's going on, you know, and like to each other, you know. And they, They're not going to notice that. Like, how would you not see him? Like he's just <laughs> in front of the tank. Like he's right there. <laughs> it's the perfect camouflage. It's hidden in plain sight. Um, he's purloined, Matt. You don't even, you don't expect to see Black him. hair, dark tan, dark <laughs> freaking uh, red band, tank top. Red bandana. Yeah. yeah, and then the kid <laughs> just shows up like right when Rambo's about to go into the fort. The kid just like shows up right there too. Surprise! Yeah. So again, I'm thinking like the kid seems like he's better at this than Rambo because like Rambo's like, he's being all careful. And, like, he has a whole bunch of people with him. The kid just pops up. Yeah, <laughs> and the kid's just like there. Like he's like, that was easy actually. Like <laughs> Yeah, maybe he should have his own franchise. Um, and then, so, yeah, they asked the women, like, you know, where, you know, where's the American? And they're like, over there. And he's like, okay, thanks. He has the keys. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not letting you out. The women who told him yeah. where Troutman is. No, and he doesn't even say thanks. He just yeah, runs like, off. Like, <laughs> like, sucks to be you guys in jail. <laughs> I'm running off with the keys. Oh, charges go off everywhere. It is a real... Uh, yeah, well, he finds Troutman. The kid, again, shows up, like, just poof. Like, there he is, like, right when he's about to unlock the door for Troutman. And <laughs> yeah. a, a Soviet dude shows up behind the kid. And Rambo throws a knife into his neck. 
And the guy's like, ah, but he like shoots his machine gun in the air a few uh, times. Now the guards have been and alerted. So everyone's yeah. alerted, and that's when that's at the bombs start going off, and and they yeah. all go off not simultaneous, simultaneous, but pretty close. So. And then there's there's lots of uh, there's lots of a team shooting here, which is to say like none of no, Rambo's never getting hit, but he's killing dozens and dozens uh, of people. Okay, so I had a question here. So remember the guy? He's got like a rocket launcher or something like, and he shoots it toward Rambo and Rambo kind of like does like a dive to get away from it but like some kind of shrapnel or like stick like gets in his oh, gut. goes through him yeah like right mm-hmm. and so and then Rambo kind of you know is like Ugh! and then <laughs> and then he just sort of like he doesn't like pull it out he just sort of breaks the part that's Snaps sticking off, out yeah. of his stomach out and I'm like this is going to come back later in the film but like why why wouldn't he just like remove it then like why does he because because I, I, I think if he pulls it out he's gonna bleed out. Okay. So so this will come in later the cauterizing. So right. I think so. I think that that one they might have actually had. Well, a, I was thinking like that wound's gonna fester like with the stick in there. It's like gonna get infected and everything. Right, you know. Right. But I think that if he pulls it out he won't be able to plug it. Um, the kid does get wounded like shot right in the leg. Um, yeah. Most worthless friggin' kid ever. Like. <laughs> You're not you're not sad for him, Matt. He doesn't belong in the. No, he just shows up. He's told not to come. He's better at all this crap than Rambo is, and then and then he just gets shot in the leg, and then Rambo's like, "Damn, now I got to carry this stupid kid around." Like, and then so he just does that. <laughs> yeah, um, they escape out the sewer without Troutman. There, uh, I gotta say, the explosions. Some of the explosions are pretty dope. Like the one like, yeah. where Rambo has like he gets a grenade and like kind of chucks it behind him. And then you see it like kind of explode like in a doorway, like all in the same shot. Like that was pretty sweet. Yeah, I know. There, this budget is real. Like you could, there was some great like. Um, uh, there's a there's a scene that will be lampooned. Like Rambo is in the water. Just one. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, um, you know, and the and and pops out of the water after the explosion. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I had another question about this scene too. It's much better than Apocalypse Now. Okay, so so they're in the tunnel. The Soviets are chasing them, and there's we, we're not sure how deep it is, but there's some sort of depth to some water. And the kid and Rambo's like, the kid's unconscious. He's like, not oh, not awake. And Musa is holding the kid. And Rambo's like, you know, yeah, get in the water. And and then Rambo <laughs> jumps in the water behind him. But I'm like, okay. The kid's like unconscious, like so he's like gonna can't hold his breath. Right, like, he yeah. can't hold his breath. He's just gonna be breathing, and they're bringing this unconscious, not dead child under the water. <laughs> he's just gonna be sucking in the in the water. He's gonna choke to death. No, am I wrong on this? Do you not believe in miracles, Matt? Um, yeah, that was your wish, actually, but I mean, it didn't happen. So that he didn't uh, drown. That was my wish for the child to drown. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Rambo, and then and then Rambo escapes, uh, and the hunt is on for him. And then in a scene that I, I remember talking about this in, uh, in school, um, was it like, oh, man, you know, the, where he, where he cauterized, puts gunpowder. Yeah. And so he's got a, he's Bullshit! got a, <laughs> He's got Oh, a, sorry, I had a cold. <laughs> Troy, does is it would that would that work? Uh, like, let's no. hear it. No, it would not work. What? It would work maybe in part of the the the, the initial where he poured the powder in the one side of the wound. Maybe it would, maybe it would catch on fire. But 
the old phrase keep your powder dry is another thing like i don't i don't think it would have happened it looks cool though for the for the movie yeah he poured he so he's got a through and through wound in his side and he fills it with gunpowder and he pulls that stick out that i mentioned earlier and that's that's pretty nasty uh pretty nasty looking and to cauterize it, like, so you see a flame shooting out the front and back. Yeah. It was pretty good, like, practical effects. It looks how, cool. Yeah, no, it, looks, yeah. it looks amazing. It's more like at-home surgery, you know, we saw this in the first movie for sure, where he's yeah. got, like, the little sewing kit in his knife, and so he's just, you know, doing a little, you know, a little at-home medical medical stuff. Um, I think maybe he was taking a hydrochloroquine, too. Um <laughs> He was taking horse horse <laughs> antibiotics. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, so he, he sent the the wounded dumb kid off with Musa. By the way, really, really hard so, on this kid, man. And the, the kids, the of course, the kids like, will I ever see you again? And Rambo's like, fuck, I hope not. Like, I don't like you at all. Like, he's he's shown no at all. There's been no like Rambo and this kid really have a thing together. Sort of, it, they're just like forcing it. It's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, there, there's but I think if you're going to have to carry somebody wounded, the kid is the perfect size. I mean, I think maybe that's why they picked the kid. Yeah, China, to be in China this. Gate, he loves his kid more than Rambo likes this guy. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, a little callback. Uh, watch, oh, go man. Again. <laughs> so, uh, then, so the, the, the hunt is on for Rambo, and, you know, it's all hell hands on deck. And, uh, um, but Troutman's getting tortured. We got some cool cliffhanger. Like, pr- yeah. like it's like a premonition of like what to come in night. I think ninety four was Cliffhanger. Um, Great movie. Yeah, Cliffhanger is actually pretty cool. Um, so he's yeah he's doing some of that scaling like some some rock yeah. walls and and stuff. It's 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 good. Yeah, there's a reason why this mo- this movie cost and made so much money. Um, I do wonder like you know the helicopter gunships are like flying all over looking for him, but because he's climbing a rock wall, like oh they, they would never see him there like. <laughs> Right, a, don't don't a, stay in the cave. It's a helicopter. Yeah. Like, how would they not see the black dot like moving up a wall? Like, you know, I don't. Matt, we learned later that helicopters only fly right ground level, like literally on the ground. That's where they fly. So, um, like hovercraft. They can see him. Yeah. Like. And um, and this ramble doubles back to bust out Troutman, and they they kill like uh, what's the total body? One hundred fifty-five. Troy, did you look that up? How many? I saw one fifteen, but then I think. Uh, I think it varies, but that's the, yeah. the number I it's, Sometimes it's hard to so keep track many, because yeah. some of them are, you know, there are multiple people in an explosion, and it's hard to, hard to know. Um, and then uh, and then Rambo takes off in the, and he does go back, I will say. In his defense, he, he gets some of the women and children, some of the escapees. They load him into one of these big Russian MI-24s. Rambo, can you fly that thing? <laughs> uh, let's find out. Let's find out. Um, like, yeah, yeah, not, not, not encouraging. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, he doesn't fly it too well. Cause they, they have to abandon the helicopter. Um, yeah, they're being shot at crash repeatedly by main Soviet bad guy and others. And then, um, oh, the dude that falls out of the chopper, <laughs> like one of the, uh, guys they've rescued from the prison. He like kind of falls out, but he's hanging on to what? Do, what do you call that? The landing, is it landing? The landing gear, landing or the, gear. Yeah. You know, and Rambo's like, "Save him, get him!" And <laughs> <laughs> Troutman's like trying to get him, but he gets shot in the head. Not Troutman, the other guy that's hanging there, and falls. You know, <laughs> but then like Stallone's kind of got this. He like bows his head. He's like, "Oh no, we've lost him." 
you know, kind of thing going on. And right, like, seems awfully attached to that guy. Like, right, he, right. The, but, they, no, but not the kid. Like, yeah, he's worried more about no, that he, guy. He doesn't than, like yeah. the kid. No, um, which I get. The kid's annoying. So, <laughs> and uh, uh, they have to abandon it. And w- then I love it's it's broad daylight, and so they're running on the top of ridge lines. Um, yeah, well, they bail. Hel- on, they get rid of the uh, Afghans they've saved because that would be like too cumbersome for the rest of the rest of the plot of the film. Yeah, we're out of this country. So, yeah. so <laughs> they're they're like, no, we're cool. We know where 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 to go. And then they're like, Troutman and Rambo are like, all right, fine. And so <laughs> then they just move on. <laughs> so they're yeah, they're, they're out of yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're so they're running out in broad daylight. Um, on the t- on the in the most exposed parts yeah. of the landscape, Rambo. I need to rest. <laughs> <laughs> another another one of my I love this sort of scene sort of thing. And Rambo, right when Troutman says he, I need to rest, re- you you look at Rambo. And he reaches down and he kind of like grabs his open wound and kind of looks at it and then like looks at his hand and then looks back at Troutman. It's kind of like. Man, I've been running around with this open wound in my body all day. Yeah. Like I'm not asking to rest. Like, I'm what? sorry, old man. Yeah, gotta, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they don't even rest. They just tell some dumb joke about like I don't even remember what the dumb joke was. And then they're just like off running. Some about hiding your pain and something that did it work. And it he's like, not really. Yeah. yeah. No, no offense or don't take it personally. Didn't you teach us to like ignore that. pain? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. There you go. You guys got it. Um, and then they just start running off again. So there was not even a rest. And then there's a there's a great scene with. Uh, uh, Rom Rambo takes down a copter with an explosive tipped arrow. Like an ex- ex- copter pops. Well, up that's why back. you have to run the ridge lines. You, if you 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 got to hit a copter with the, you got to be <laughs> you, close. You so got, you got to be on top to. of the ridge lines. Yeah, you got to be eye to eye. Sure. Basically, what's the, what's the distance on like one of those uh, explosive tipped arrows? You think? I mean, you think? I mean, normal hunting with a compound bow is like seventy five yards. So I mean, but that's kind of heavy. It's got a heavy end that you gotta have like. Yeah, yeah. So you think I, like, I don't know, like fifty but... yards max, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you got to be within half of a football field to shoot a, a, a chopper down. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's good plan. And then, and then it's we had a pretty gr- a pretty great scene. A pretty good. Is this in the bunker? This is in the, ca- the cave. The cave. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty. It's a pretty great. Like, um, it's basically like a video game. Like, um, you know, they're the the Troutman and Rambo are hiding in the cave. Oh, the Soviet dude, main bad guy guy, uh, drops a bomb right as Rambo's like going into the cave, and it like explodes and like fires kind of everywhere. And then <laughs> Troutman's like, uh, "That was close, John. How are you?" Uh, well done. <laughs> oh yeah, <sighs> uh, yeah. I was so cringy because I'm like, do do we need puns? Like, I'm well done. Oh. <laughs> yes, I guess we do. Um, the cave stuff was. I'm not sure if it was good or not. I don't, I don't know. It was dumb and and cool. Yeah, like because like, the guys are coming like you know one at a time. They're just picking them off like crazy. A uh, three at a time sometimes. Um, and we get our, we get our, our the the one remember when he's strapped so he's got the blue light which is mentioned earlier in the film <laughs> yeah. and so he like I don't know he's got he ties it to the arrow or something hooks it onto it and then shoots shoots a Soviet dude with it and then the Soviet guy's like ah and, and everyone's like shoot the blue thing because big but because there's a blue thing on that guy now all the other Soviets are like oh that's probably Rambo so they just shoot their own guy. <laughs> Like, just mow him down. I'm, first of all, that's just stupid. Second of all, like, wouldn't the 
accuracy of the arrow be impacted by having the blue thing tied to the arrow, Troy? No. What was that again? Explain if, that. If you have if you have a glow light tied to the arrow, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna affect yes. the yeah. Like he's not gonna know. Like it probably is not gonna help accuracy. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. So yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh, yeah. I, it was. It was. It was. Uh, I didn't think they earned that kill very well. Um, but we do get the best death of the entire 115. Um, where Rambo one of the best of the franchise, probably. Yeah, Rambo's fighting like the mountain essentially. Uh, this big old. Russian brute and right. beating him within an inch of his beating Rambo within an inch of his life. And uh the Ivan Drago of Afghanistan, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's what they called him. And uh if he dies, he dies. <laughs> I must break him. And uh he's picking Rambo up, he's gonna just crush him to death. And Rambo uh which also I want to say like Rambo is like is is huge like he's not just going to get squeezed to death standing up like i'm sorry but um but he grabs the uh grenade pin pulls it out of the guy that he's wearing he, he had wrapped a rope around his neck yeah yeah um just prior and then he during the struggle his tie muay thai um comes into effect he kicks him into the it falls down in the cave and he falls and he hangs himself in, in, in the middle of the cave and then blows to smithereens in a pretty spectacular explosion. <laughs> a fireball. Yeah, it's a double death. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty it's like it's bang bang, you know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Hung blows up. It's a pretty great one. Um and then uh and then oh just Colonel Zason is just so mad now. His guys are getting killed. He is just Well, they think they're one. They're like Hey, we just got to get across this valley, Rambo, and it's it's home free, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like fifty tanks roll up, <laughs> and like a hundred Russian soldiers. It's like, yeah, they're like, I'm thinking, there's no way um, this is not going to end well. But they're but they're holding them off somehow. Come forward, come forward, and we give you a fair trial. Now drop your weapons and stay there. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> Like the, I'm getting confused by these directions here. Do I come forward or do I, I mean, not come forward? Rambo does have a grenade launcher, so I mean, he should be able to handle it. I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Except there are like 80 vehicles in front of him. Um, what do yeah. we do, John? Fuck him. Yeah, like we're just gonna go down, go down, guns blazing. But to the rescue, here comes the cavalry. Um, several hundred mujahideen. On horseback, come to their aid at the last minute. Um, right, they roll in on horses. The the so they, the, they, the they run this, in. this horse, this cavalry is doing really well against tanks. They are. <laughs> they like, had a uh, a little premonition of of a scene in Rambo Fort. So, so when he jumps on the back of that jeep that's got the machine gun attached to it, okay, and he like yeah. starts mowing down. Like that's like the last thirty minutes of Rambo Four is just him standing on a jeep with a machine gun attached to it, just like shooting everything. <laughs> Um, in this one, he's only on it for, you know, 15 seconds, but, right. uh, uh, he, he jumps in a tank. Um, and then we get a Then we get a great dumb scene of the, the game of chicken between, uh, Rambo and Colonel Zason in the hell Rambo in the tank, Colonel Zason in the helicopter. What'd you guys think about this <sighs> boss fight? Boss fight. This is the last. Yeah, time. Sh- I'm sure you guys have seen King Kong. I mean, we've already. I think we've talked about this. So, like, if you're in a helicopter, I mean, he basically shoot down <laughs> King Kong. You want to kind of keep your distance. So, it's same thing with this. 
if uh, you're in a helicopter, right. you don't have to go on the ground against the tank. Your tactical you advantage you is to can, say, yeah. Or you can hit him from behind. You don't have to go head on chicken. You could actually swing around and hit him yeah. from He's the back. He's hovering at like maybe four feet of altitude. Yeah, right off the ground. Um, spoiler alert, high enough for the tank barrel to go right through the front of the helicopter. Um, and they're just... Uh, yeah. It's 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 it, it it has a lot of tension. It's sort of like that scene in Footloose where Kevin Bacon's on the tractor with uh, whoever the bad guy is, and they're you know they're really. Don't I was going to say that, Eric. Gosh, <laughs> Damn, I don't Beat me to think it. I've ever seen Footloose. It's, what? I don't think so. I don't know who are you even. Uh, but it's is it's there a, a Vietnam reference? It's a very te- yeah, I think so. It's a very tension filled scene where they're going playing chicken and uh, uh, on yeah. a tractor. And, and they're um, the helicopter versus tank. Uh, the helicopter flies. He just he doesn't even hit him. He just flies right into. Well, he the got tank. machine gunned because uh, Rambo shooting the machine gun. Oh, okay. And so he. I think Rambo was playing Detroit Rock City when he was taking the tank into the helicopter. So. <laughs> yeah, a little reference there. <laughs> nice. Well, eighty-eight. He's probably playing like Jane's Addiction or something. Everybody got to lose true. your feet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking, got to laugh because they know I'm going to die. But uh, anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, That's another podcast. And then, and then it's victory, you guys. Uh, the a, a, a few guys on horses beat like a hundred tanks. Um, my my question post battle, um, Rambo had a, has a fresh perm, so I'm wondering who who did that. Mm, yeah, he he looks like nice and quaffed, like he. Well, maybe stress. I think it's just the Af- Afghanistan air. I think really that what what does it? The so humidity it really gives him a nice it. curl. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a dry, yeah, you know, or the dry, yeah, combo, dry heat, humidity. The dumb kid comes combo. back uh, with the necklace that Rambo gave him to get him to shut up after he got shot. The kid earlier, um, and Rambo lets him keep the necklace. Yeah, I mean this, this is this was a really important um, point of the film. I thought like or maybe like for history is this lucky, this pendant is, is established that this is his lucky pendant. He needs this cause he's lucky. He gives that pendant to the kid. Is that the pendant from the woman? Yes. In, in, uh, That's Rambo what I II? thought. Yeah, it is. I was going to ask that. Yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. same pendant. You guys need, look how she turned this out. This is well thought. And, and right, so everybody who touches the pendant gets shot, but this is lucky cause it kept Rambo alive. So, he but gives, no, he didn't have the pendant on. He did, he did. He takes it off and gives it to the kid. He gave it to the kid earlier. Did he give it to him earlier? Or did yeah. He give it later? No, he gave it to the kid after the kid got shot. But the but the the kid gets the pendant. I'm saying like, is this why we the United States would go on to lose the war with Afghanistan? <laughs> is because the because of the pendant. He gives him this lucky pendant, and the Mujahideen. Taliban so now the Mujahideen are, have the pendant. Is this that's like what I'm the, saying. They this have the is power. Like the Lord of the Rings, like. The one yes. pendant to rule the Everybody one. knows it's a lucky rabbit's foot. Come on, guys. You guys should. Yeah. That, nobody's got their lucky charms right. And then the outro, this film is dedicated to the gallant people of Afghanistan. And Matt's favorite song. One of them. It sounds like Live at Leeds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this Frank Stallone or which, who is this? <laughs> it's got to be right. The road is long <laughs> With many a The synthesizer's very take my breath away There 
It's like a, it reminds me of like a low and brow commercial. Here's to good take friends tonight. It's kind of special. Oh, I can't get taken anymore. This film, the gallant people So, all right. So that is, uh, campers, that is Rambo 3, Season of the Witch. Um, what, uh, uh, Troy, why don't you go first? Let's, uh, let's give this, uh, let's give this a little ranking. Um, how many, how many dong, of course, the Vietnamese currency are we going to give, uh, uh, our boy Rambo 3? Well, I think I'm going to be quite a bit higher than the two of you, but I'm just going by action and entertainment value, and it's a Rambo movie. You can't really get too persnickety with it. So in the sense of enjoying it, lots of action, lots of death, uh, I'm going to give it a seven. Holy. I, I know what's coming next anniversary show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're setting yourself sorry up. To screw the, sorry to screw the sorry to screw the numbers up. Yeah, there, guys. How are you going to live that? That's higher than your Rambo two rating. I think it was, but that's fine. Oh, wow. I'm sticking with it. He's going to live with that. Okay, how about you, Matt? What's uh, what are what are you going with here? Yeah, I'm not going seven. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> oh man, it, it, there were like a couple decent things about the film. I guess I, I, the cinematography was pretty good and. You know, some of the action sequences were good, and love the kid. The kid, kid was great. <laughs> kid was fantastic. Um, but over, overall, I think I'm going to go like three point five. Wow, because it was Oof. bad, and you know, just it has all these like forced, like dumb joke lines that aren't even funny, and you know, the plot is come on. Ridiculous. He was well done. That was hilarious, and you know. That's what makes it good. Most things are just terrible about it. It's it's not the second one's bad too, but the second one, I, I think, like the kitschiness of the second one works a little bit more than in this one. This one it kind of drags more, uh, even though it's probably like more violent. And could have been shorter. This um, one, I agree. Yeah. So I think what did I say? Three point five. Okay. Um. So I think I think for me, um, I I see where Troy's coming from. There was like, in terms of like action film, there is like, there's lots of eye candy and the explosions are pretty good, like all that stuff. Um, and some of the like, even though it's kind of forced dialogue, the, even though it's forced dialogue, the, some of the stuff about Afghanistan, like, I think is so like f- funny, spot on, like the, the kind of obvious lessons of, that anyone, even before the internet, would know about Afghanistan in 1988, 89. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was pretty. That was pretty funny uh, in a ba- in a terrible way of uh, for the film. So for that, um, it gets me a five. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give her a five. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a film that you could. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't see myself watching it again anytime soon. Um, yeah, I hope not. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it a five. Uh, yeah, well now it's time for uh, one of our favorite segments we call Book of the, of the Week. week. <laughs> okay, Thanks. people don't want to watch garbage like this. That they want to watch a better film. Matt, what should they be reading? Yeah, well, if you want to watch a better film, you should read this. Uh, this is. <laughs> 
Henry played in your mind. Henry Bradshaw, Afghan communism and Soviet intervention, uh, nineteen ninety nine, Oxford University Press, uh, and this this book talks about kind of the some of the some of what we talked about when we talked about the history of kind of uh, you know Soviet slash U.S. intervention in Afghanistan. Uh, and so, if, you know, if you want a primer on going back to the 50s or 60s in Afghanistan and kind of what leads up to, you know, the coup in 73, 78, and the uh, Mujahideen fighting against the Soviet Union uh, with aid of the United States, uh, you should you should check it out. It's got, um, it, it's pretty comprehensive. Um, and, there, you know, there is, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's informative. Maybe it would have been good to read when did this come out. Ninety nine, did I say? It would have been good to for you know some people to maybe read in two thousand one. Um, you know, to maybe get a little <laughs> bit of a historical primer on on what's what's actually going on in Afghanistan. Um, the the connections that the film makes to to Vietnam, uh, in some in some ways are are, are quite apt. And uh, so, you know, getting getting some of this historical context from this book uh, is is you know, definitely, definitely helpful as the American uh, war in Afghanistan, 20 years almost, um, is is coming to an end. So Henry Bradshaw, Afghan Communism and Soviet Intervention, check that out for this week's Book of the Week. All right, for, uh, for Napalm in the Morning, I've been uh, Eric Jones. I've been Matt Yeager. I'm T-Roy. And uh, join us again soon, won't you? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Later. Thank you for I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film.